Go Loud presents Read the Room. Did you ever go to bed in your uniform? Yes. Many, many times. To save time. Oh, you were a guard. What are you talking about? Oh, school. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was just, no, because no, we were did. so cold. Nobody went to bed in their uniform. God, boys, you just what? never change. What? You, did you ever go to sleep in your school uniform? Yes. A hundred percent. Many, many times. Definitely saved a minimum four minutes. And your yeah. mommies let you. They, they didn't, didn't know. know. Well, but the Women, s- we need to honestly. Te- the crisis. Girls, huh? yeah. the we cr- need to teach you about boys. Let's start. Good don't. Oh, <laughs> no. God. Okay, right. Come on. Let, we've got a podcast go, record. Go, go. And I'm Maya Dunphy, and you're listening to Read the Room, a podcast where we pull apart the people, the scenarios, the companies, and the stories of the week where somebody, through either dumb luck or just being a wapaddy, failed to do just that. Uh, well, uh, Maya, it's that time of year when those three dreaded little words are on everyone's lips. Dull Aaron resumes. No. Ryan Tuberty's back. Oh, jeez, no. This could go on all day. Give me a clue, Courtney. It rhymes with Jack's no fool. Crack so cool. <laughs> No, fuck's sake. Okay, I thought you were a parent. You told us you were a parent. It's back to school. You know, like Jack's no fool. Yes, I know. Back to school. It's just we parents blank this time of year out. Late August parties are Vietnam. Dun, dun, dun. Well, today we're talking all things back to school. The kids, the teachers, the parents, and the ones who have nothing to do with it, but can't get anywhere at this time of year because the bleeding roads <laughs> are jammers. Okay, we get the idea. Let's see who needs to read the room when the new school term kicks in. Yeah, right, listen, Paddy, back to school. Oh, back Jesus. to school is now, it, it's it's almost a season in itself, isn't it? It's like an event. Yes. It's like it's like a feeling. I was thinking walking in, back to school should be a fragrance. It would have top notes of anticipation and hope. And poo. And then worry. <laughs> base notes of fear and desperation. And then a lingering scent of despair and death. Wouldn't that be it? <laughs> Back it's to school, brought awful. to you by the Department of Social Protection. One bottle per customer. <laughs> it's just. A... Would you wear a back to school fragrance? No, I, I used to wear it. Smell all of the despair, time. Paddy. Smell of despair. The 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 bang off us. Uh, boys just never wash their school. I never want to wash their school uniform. So there's always that bang of finding a school uniform in a bag tucked away that you just chucked under the wardrobe in June, and you're only rediscovering it again at the end of August slash early September. When it's like, what's in this bag here? And go, oh God, Jesus Christ! So much crust in the pocket. There, yeah, and the 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 shirt at the crest of the shirt winks at you. Hello, buddy. <laughs> Are we back? Are we friends again? Are you going to put me on? And the the great thing about me is I never grew from year from first year to sixth year. So like all the jumpers, all my uniforms fit me all the time. Neither did I. My problem was they were all bought big when I was thirteen. Right, I didn't hopefully. I didn't grow into them. <laughs> right, yeah. So a lot of skirts were rolled up and jumpers pinned at the back. But you and Ed said before we started recording that there were times when you would sleep in your uniform to yeah, save time. A little rat. Yeah. That was private. But anyway, but please. Did, is that what lads do? Oh, I'm including that in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Dude. That's yeah. outrageous. You would save what? Three, four minutes at yeah, least. Exactly. Five, six. Minutes. And is it worth that's those a second bo- to be stinking? That's a second bowl of cornflakes. Easily. Mm. That if you, you like, you know, instead of getting ready in your I'm uniform. I'm not sure that would ever I would batter my Make your pardon careful. <laughs> Easy now. I would batter my runners on the floor with my hands just to give the impression that I was moving about my bedroom. Oh good. All right. And you I would like, just... buy myself 30, 40, yeah. maybe a minute of my father shouting up the stairs again. But so, like it's 
everybody got there like for fuck's sake I, like I just had a regimented dad downstairs just like he was up at like four in the morning you had 24 like, people yeah. in your family so and we all had to line up like the uh, Von Trapps <laughs> to make sure and but there was that element of like we did the thing for Sunday nights honestly we used to do this like that it's like there there was that weekly fear of Glenroe theme music and we still use it oh, today God. and I love how that's still brought in but the, it, that was times a thousand when you thought of actually going back to school on, on whatever day of the week is. It's getting earlier and earlier, isn't it? Like, I think so. They seem to get so. back to the really? last week in August now. Whereas I always remember September is back to school. Yeah. And then they start slowly sneaking in. Oh yeah, just the 28th or, you know, the 27th. Or the, no, oh, what, yes. stop. Whoa, just whoa, 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 whoa. August 2nd. It oh. must be to do with teachers' inset days because... Uh, I'm not knocking teachers, but they're not going to be volunteering to start earlier. So well, I would imagine. Like, and no, also, that, isn't that the thing during pandemic? Like uh, parents realise like the value of a good teacher or the value of a work a teacher actually does, and go, "Holy lama Jesus!" Yeah, we right? used to like teachers were knocked relentlessly, and then after the two years of COVID and homeschooling, there's now this sort of silence and appreciation for teachers that we will never slide them again. Thank you, please take our children. And someone said, "Oh, it's great, childcare is back." I mean, back to school. School is back. <laughs> But they're running out of teachers, aren't they? There's schools opening up at the moment that do not have enough teachers for them. Yeah. And so, SNAs and all. Well, here's the thing. So that's a we want to try and keep this a bit light because there is so much misery at the moment okay. and the cost of living crisis. And when you turn the news on the last couple of weeks of back to school and the cost of going back to school and the college to Vincent de Paul, it all gets very dark and we don't really want it. I was thinking this morning walking in, my God, the news is so relentlessly shite. Yeah. So we have to try and find Yeah, we'll, fi- some we'll find the light in it. But before light. we go there, I, I think it oh, is. Oh, here he is with his misery. Go no, on. We, no, we, just, we have to though. It's just, we can't just let this continue and there's like everybody here goes oh yeah just get a uniform you can buy it in one of the shops for 20p or whatever it is that because that's not the solving of the issue then there's the actually you have to wash those uniforms every week and the price of the electricity and the you know the heating at the moment to dry wash and dry those uh, things going up and then there's parents talking about that I, I bought the uniform this week so I'll go without food so we'll get food next week but then we've got to like pause for a while and then um, pay for the electricity to wash those clothes later on Then pause. so there is that big thing out there so the read the room here right now before we kick into a bit of crack is to the government to go more handouts help these people like it. and it's not just people who are on unemployment benefit or, or don't work or can't work people who are like the squeeze middle as they call them people who have jobs like the working poor who oh god you're kidding me yeah their, well this is the, the people ringing Vincent de Paul are predominantly not people on social welfare they're people who find themselves in a situation for the first time in their lives where they're working and suddenly two three kids going back to school and like you say and some schools don't have uniforms that you can buy in those certain cheap supermarkets. Um, but it all filters back school uniforms to... made by children younger than the I know, children I know. And then you get so some parents who make flippant comments. In my son's school, for example, I mean, you can buy generic uniform parts for most of it. You've got to buy a crested jumper and a crested tracksuit. That drives me But I know we've had this chat. Wall. But then some parents will say, like, for example, the tracksuit day was Tuesday and Thursday. Um and sometimes you wouldn't have time to wash it in between and it might get really dirty. So someone's like, oh, just buy like two or three tracksuits. And the tracksuits are like 50 quid a pop. So if you have two or three kids, you're not going to just buy two or three tra- tracksuits for each child. Um, but there's but people it's, going into school then and just telling lies. Oh, I've got a tummy ache and I can't do because their, their tracksuit wasn't oh, washed. There was, all those kind of things oh, as God. well. There was a so thing the that anxiety. went viral and it was this um, dinner lady from the north of England. And God, now I'm bringing, bringing the misery. And she was talking about how in the UK, should I spend most of my day refusing kids food and it's breaking my heart I don't want to go back to work because the kids have money on their cards and the car- the money's not topped up 
And now I'd be fired because I'd be just giving the kids all the food. Uh, and I thought in the UK now, I know Marcus Rashford, that brilliant footballer, had mm. spoken out about it. I thought they'd sorted the meals for schools, obviously not across the board. And should I spend more time saying to kids, I'm sorry, you can't have that. There's not enough money on your card. Oh, and the thought no of that. Way. Oh, Jesus <gasps> Christ. Like. It's, um, yeah. But it's, also then, okay, so outside, it is, you know, to be fair, back to school is miserable, okay? We will try and find the, the, the diamond in the rough here, but like generally, it, it the anxiety levels for the kids, for the teachers, for the, the parents, for like society in general, back to school, it just brings just this level three of... three dreaded oh little words. And, and to be fair, it, it continues on into adult life because I still kind of start my year again in September. Do you know that like you yeah. kind of have that vibe of because it's like we've done how many years in school T- tw- 10 or 12 or something like that in school so you're conditioned to start again in September. It's the new school year in September. Forget about New Year's resolutions. In September in my mind I go okay let's batten down the hatches for the winter like you know we can save a few quid we can you know we, we had a good summer put that to bed now <laughs> now we're going and like you know for, forget about the fun say goodbye to your friends it's time to, to, to learn and start again and I, I still carry this into my what am I now 22 I think we all do we all do <laughs> and I still get you know the, the anxiety dreams and i lucky I went to third level education I've had some stressful jobs in my time but the anxiety dreams are always around school cool. and school exams <laughs> and I never I have to say I wasn't unhappy in school, but I wasn't deliriously happy either. I never skipped in. My little boy's the same. He's a very sensitive soul. And most mornings now we have tears. And he announced yesterday that a new Tesco opened near us. And he said, can I just get a job there instead? I thought, you know what, maybe, I, maybe I'll let him. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll choose to go back. Maybe I'll just stay working in Tesco, which there is fine. There he is, Trolley Tom. <laughs> hey, Mrs. O'Brien. Listen, get working early. He's, he's, he's efficient, I'll tell you that much. Now, of course, we have a whole new set of things to worry about. Not just the cost of living crisis, but there was um, an article that went around to internet before we went back to school. And it said, and it was the Garda Cyber Crime Bureau. I was like, what could they have to do going back to school? And you got the things we have to worry about now. And it was... The uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram is awash with with pictures of happy kids in uniforms outside their parents' front doors from four to 18. It says, oh, here's the first day of junior infants and the first day of senior infants and then the first day of sixth oh, year. Yeah. And unbeknownst to them, they are giving away um, their children's school and then the number on their front door. So burglars can say, well, this child goes to St. Such and Such a School, which is in the catchment area of here. And there's a nice big green door with 18. So it must be um, oh, St. No. Brendan. Road. Oh <laughs> Bur- burglars, read the room, you bastards. And they you just have... give us a break for a couple of months. Like, you know, we'll have Christmas presents in a few months' time. Just let's get Don't the kids back to school. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just... But I think it, it, it must, because the thing is, warnings like that only happen for a reason because. It, it, m- it must have led to a robbery. A little bit like people being robbed at a funeral. You know, the people in the country oh, who scour the obituaries to see who's going to be gone for the day. I know some of the wedding wonder, presents they... were robbed. Oh, no. The, the day after, like the evening while they were at the reception. No. Up, yeah, fuckers. Like, it's just... So isn't it horrible? Like, a, a beautiful... Because I see Actually, loads, and loads of friends and I see their kids and they look so cute. Especially yeah, the, the brand never, new ones going Never would have occurred to me. And they say things like, especially when you show a car on a driveway. Because then people go, aha, I see a brand new reg car, shiny door. That's a school in a posh area. We will target that house. Um, Jesus. <laughs> just... And then also then you have the danger for, like, I don't put pictures of my son's face. Occasionally there's kind of slightly blurry ones. I'm not trying to be provocative or nebulous or like, oh, look at my, be curious about my son. It's because I don't want his face plastered over the internet because... 
you just make it you never you know like, yeah, you just no, never right. know so in the future if he wants to put his face all over Facebook he can but um, while he's working down in Tesco's he's working down in Tesco yeah. <laughs> yeah listen nothing wrong doing good days work <laughs> at <laughs> seven <laughs> I'm trying to think like yeah. but then there was all those panics that you go to school like, so let's let's take it from the child's yes. point of view if, okay. if you can remember that far back my age remember I... in black and white when you were going to school what year did you start I it's junior school. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. See, I think it was three and a half or four and a half because I think my mother just wanted us out of the gaff or me anyway at the gaff because we started so young and it was a brand new school had opened nearby and so we we all, everybody went to it. Now, it wasn't the first class to finish, if you know what I mean. So yeah. we were the first people to join and then other kids realised, oh, that's closer to the home rather than sending kids into Hill Street in, in, in town. And so... Going to school, I lo- I loved primary school. I, I like I and I didn't miss one day of school in the entire really? primary school. And I got like met the Lord Mayor, went into the Manchester, all this kind of shit. Like got a, a, a plaque and all this. Loved primary school. When I went to secondary school, different story. Changed. That was like Mitch fucking central. So it was like, oh, but, uh, no. but going to primary school. The panics, even though I was panicking and the anxiety of kind of being this little boy in the class with all these, and with girls, again, mixed school, loved it. I think we need more of that. That's how we develop and that's how we learn about different genders. I don't know how same-sex schools are still a thing because it's not how society works. So why on earth, especially for only children, why would you lock them away with their the same gender and then release them at 18 going, no, go and mix and be sociable and normal, balanced human beings. Just... Why would you do that? So, so were primary and secondary both mixed for you? Uh, no. That's why I couldn't understand. So I was oh. mixed in primary and then I went to a different school for secondary and that was starting all over again. Like cock of the walk with all A's in primary school going yeah. into this other place and I think that's why I fell out of the window. Or did he jump in <gasps> secondary school? Did he jump God. just to escape school? I'm not listening back. I can't remember what episode that's in when Paddy fell out the school window <laughs> broke his arse. Jesus, that's oh, awful. I went to six primary schools. What? I think it's why I'm such a weird loner. We've we, we, yeah. on like what? I you wasn't, I wasn't kicked out of it. Oh, just right, okay. to be, I went to one f- up junior, senior first and then my family moved abroad and I went to a different school for second and third class, came back, went to a convent school for two days and my mum took me out and her words were, I was afraid the nuns would get their claws into you. Oh. You were a sensitive child. Wow. She just had to, I don't know why I went there at all. Then I went to an all-girls school for a couple of years and then I went to the school that I went to secondary for, which is mixed. Jesus, so. it could have been Sisterectomy or one of those. <laughs> Sisterectomy. <laughs> well, don't you know that what? That was the name of the one, the Have nuns. You ever, like, honestly, nuns. I know it's not an easy life, but my God, they always live till their 90s. They have great skin. They're like, I don't know. I've, I've, I'd like to, I don't know, there's some kind of non-facial skincare regime we could bring out because whatever it is, <laughs> whatever it is, it's working. Yeah. It's Do you know what? Body this, of Christ. Obviously, now there are far less people going into seminaries. I wonder now, when I turn like fifty or something, I might join a nunnery. They'd be delighted to have me, wouldn't they? No, they job, wouldn't. Yeah. Job for life. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. Why? They go back to your very, back catalogue of pious. Twitter, and they listen to a few of these episodes. And go, no, Maya. Like I'd be a great, I'd be a great nun. I haven't broken any of the Ten Commandments that you know of. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I remember. Can tell, I can tell you three of them. <laughs> So then anyway. going to school as a, as a child. Now, again, I've got to talk about back then and now. I know th- everything's different, but I'm old and I remember this, is walking to school. We walked to school all the time. Came back for lunch, walked back to school again. Whereas every kid seems to be delivered, other than your kids, she's looking at me here, in this big fuck off F- SUV by a million mammies trying to park into one space and deliver their children at school. What, what are these? That drives my... That's oh. 
That drives me mad, Paddy. <laughs> that drives me mad. It's a... Uh, Especially when now they're like most schools and catchment areas, it's all connected. So most people, especially in city schools, will live within a mile or two mm-hmm. of the school. Now, I understand if you're busy and you've got to get to work for nine and now the school doors don't open till quarter to nine. So I get that. But there's a lot of messing that goes on. Um, but I can't believe you got to go home. My dream was to go home for lunch. I was never able to do that. Um, but yeah, we walk to school and a lot of people in my son's school walk to school a lot of them don't and like you say there's the double parked SUVs in the morning who then beep at you crossing the road with your own kid on foot it's engine madness. running go on the little lungs inhale, that, <laughs> inhale those fumes little lungs go on be addicted to something quite soon they don't give a flying fuck I, like, I don't know how we're going to change that I know there's constantly people asking for like turn, at least turn off your engine don't be sitting there idling to wait to wait I don't know what else Johnny we can do I mean pff. It's, it's expensive to run these things now, but only the people who have the money will still do that. But my son's school has made it as easy as possible. There's lollipop ladies, there's wider footpaths, there's there's so much space to walk and cycle. There's lots of lockups for scooters and bikes. There's no excuse not to walk. So it drives me mad. There's new rules coming in about like if you if you mess with a lollipop person, really? lady or man, like yeah, yeah. Because I didn't know this. Don't that, mess like, with a lollipop lady. Yeah, Why? That, like, do they get messed with? Yeah, routinely. So, like, pe- like people, like they walk out in the street. And people in their cars and or bikes or motorbikes going like, get off the fucking road. Yeah, with that. And going, what? I've never really? seen that. Yeah. So it's only in the last couple of weeks or so, there's, there's a new law. I don't know if it's law. I thought lollipop like, people were sacrosanct. Exactly, yeah. And like, they should not... issue them with weapons. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, going so just takes out this, okay, yeah, yeah. It's if you sorry. pop <laughs> off that, you know, the rowdy bit at the top, that's a spear. It's an automatic so weapon. you go on your bike there. <laughs> oh, yeah, fucking yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Well, just stick the stick, the stick in the spoke. Like it, yeah, exactly. Like a, like a ninja <laughs> then it comes star. back. Like that's what happens. So, like I loved. Just imagine a lot. They jump onto the street, with one hand on the ground, and that kind of classic yeah, yeah, superhero yeah. landing. The Avengers. I remember my, my first lollipop lady. Uh, Finish that sentence carefully. Yeah. Bet you no, what? Yeah. When I had my first lollipop, <laughs> no, um, and it was quite a very busy road. We had to cross. Um, and, and now there seems to be pedestrian lights everywhere. I don't know if that's good or bad thing. But the, I remember going like, oh, you're so old. And we're like, oh, I'm not that old. Like they, they reminded me of my nana bringing across the road. And then like three or four years later, they it was their 30th birthday. Oh, <laughs> oh my so, God. And I said, go, what? Like bring bring this card up to such, uh, the lollipop lady. It's her birthday. But it says 30 on it. Is that, that 30? Is that a speed limit? That, no. Yeah. Can you cross the road as an adult if they've stopped the traffic? For the children, like little ducklings, to go across. Of course you can. Can you, you nip in behind them? Of course yeah, you can, but you have right to go on all yeah, fours. Yeah, yeah. Oi, 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 only ten at a time. <laughs> but you, 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 you <laughs> yeah, can yeah, walk yeah. across with them. You don't have yes, to. Yes, of course you can. Just but also, you weird. can see sometimes. Now, why the... are you hanging outside schools in the morning, exactly. crossing after kids? Just call them just trying to cross the road. Come on, little ducklings. Why did the Ed cross the road? He was being chased by the police. But I remember that there was a neighbour of ours and he was um, a copper and he, there was a couple of mornings he would drive us to school when he was home. Kind of, he be on the, In the a cop car? Day. Yeah. Oh, nice. It was so cool. But he said, we'd sit in the back and he'd go, lift up the mat on the, on the, um, it was an old Ford Cortina or, or what was the other, Granada. Remember those big yes. old trunk cars? He says, pull up the mat in the back. I don't know where you put your feet. Lift it up and there was a hole. So as he was driving, you could look down in, and it was only big enough to Ooh. put a 50p in or something like that. Like, so like we used to go beg him, please, can we can we go to school in your cop car? A cop car with a hole in it. And I don't know what 
it was there for. I, I thought you were going to say you pretend that you'd been out. arrested. So you get to school and go, get out. I don't want to see you again. That'd be kudos, wouldn't it? Yeah, but like... No. Yeah. But why was the hole in the floor of the I car cool? I wonder. Well, no, they're all old cars years ago were just rust buckets. Yeah, but why was it cool? Oh, to go in a cop car? No, but that, why was it cool to have a hole in the floor? Oh, because you could spit out it. I'm a boy. Because you could spit out it while the car is driving along. And yeah. then you try and find your spit on the way home from school. Anyone? Oh. No? Okay. <laughs> we had no facilities back then. Two kids with their, land, was it? Yeah, um, kids. We didn't even have that. Kids with their PlayStation. I was going to say, like, SNES. maybe there was something exciting, like a guard badge. I remember getting my hands on headed notepaper from our school. That was that, fun. There was, was a lot of people expelled that week. But there was, there was, like, even our, uh, not not the prescription pad, but um, uh, an appointment pad at a doctor or an optician or things like that. Like, that was, like, because I, like, I got my glasses when I was one. What use is an appointment like pad? You go to school with an appointment pad going like that. I can't be in oh, school. Okay. Oh, okay. I'll teach you the ways of the world. North Sider talking to the South Sider um, so yeah it used to come into school and go look at here it's written in crayon I can't be here next Tuesday Wednesday or October um, I've got <laughs> have to get my eyes tested it's like for Paddy's got time. another excuse from the pet shop randomly <laughs> <laughs> so anyway going back to school, school for kids school. it is stressful it gives Very you the heebie-jeebies and it lasts a lifetime going back to school for parents can be a good thing cost all the costs aside park yeah, them for Jesus. a sec but for Freedom. For working parents, and like my mum was a stay-at-home mum, and my God, we were so lucky to have her. And the summers went on endlessly, and we had a garden, and we had pets, and it was just a lovely time. But now that I'm a working parent, oh my God, it's hard. It's very hard to juggle the between you know a certain amount of summer camps. But then you want your kids to have a summer. I wasn't going to put my son in a summer camp for the whole whatever ten weeks. It's just you want to have a bit of crack as well. But it's very very hard. So there's you can sort of almost hear the collective sigh outside school on August thirty first, September first, when the kids go back and the parents go, oh, we can breathe again. And mostly, I wish breakfast wine to go back to work. Breakfast wine is never a good idea. Maybe on a Friday. Actually, we have breakfast wine here, don't we? Every week. Yes, we do. Don't tell the listeners that. Is this thing on? I think breakfast gin is better. All oh, right, yeah. yeah. Right, so you can go in the stairs and yeah. just brings on the tears a lot quicker, <laughs> though, doesn't it? Like, he's gone back to school. Now, what about going back to school for, for teachers? A friend of mine's a teacher, and he is. Because uh, most teachers, they always say, look, I know we get long holidays, but we work very, very hard. He's like, you know what? Our holidays are brilliant. And he packed up his kids and his wife's a teacher too. And they went off in a caravan all around the country yes. for eight weeks. And he said, we take full advantage. Um, and then he's fully refreshed going back to school. Do teachers like going back? Probably but not. It, and because I know I, there's teachers in my family, I... There's everyone in your family. There's there so is, many yeah, of you. There is, so there's circus clowns. But the, um, the thing about teachers that I didn't realise until I got to know a teacher, the stuff that they take on, other than the, the knowledge they're imparting to the kids, but like the roles they play. And like we were talking yeah. earlier about uh, COVID, how people realise, like they're, they're, they're counsellors, they're, 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 they're faux parents, they're like, you know. Cannot Jesus underestimate Christ. the work teachers do. Yeah. And so a little bit of me, I was really cheeky in school to teachers and I never, I don't think I really gave them the respect that yeah. they deserved, if you know what I mean. Just almost trying to challenge them and just kind of, just be the funny little. Dick, but like, was you know. there one or two teachers who you did respect out of either fear or genuine respect? Because uh, everyone had one. Two. Two definitely in 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 in, yeah. in in secondary school most definitely in primary school I'd bigger up all the time a, a, a teacher called Miss Gleason I never knew her second name or first name but she gave me the gra for Gaelga and it's just I know so many people 
like, like hate learning Irish in school and I loved it because I think and I can't even remember how she did it but like you know we would speak Oscalga in the morning first yeah. thing and it was just you know she was so bright and bubbly and fun and I met her years after in school and going, oh you're always my, my, my. that's the thing it's so hard to, to quantify what makes a good teacher and my Mrs Gleeson was Barbara Duff who was our English teacher and she was just astonishing um, to like a generation of, of young people but I think it must be awful because you don't know until you walk into a classroom after all your training what kind of teacher you're going to be and you might be the cool one amongst, amongst your mates you might be the funny one but you walk in there and I always think if you don't get them quickly yeah. you'll never get them and it's not about being cool or young or funny there's something there's something that, t- that kids will go oh I like this person but it must be awful to walk in after doing all that study and go oh <laughs> they have no respect for me whatsoever they, they, they teach like I know um, a friend of mine she's learned to be a teacher at the moment but they do six years yeah, six. I didn't realize it was that. What's well, a degree? And then it's an age dip, and then there's kind of specialising oh, bits. Uh-huh. And yeah, just went in, pointed a blackboard, learned that, yeah. turned around. Then the teachers were just would smell of gin. <laughs> there, there was those teachers who were just you just knew, and you'd play up to them as well, and just kind of you'd know on certain days you'd get that waft of pub that you just remember from your holidays down in Galway playing pool. And go, mm, that smells familiar. Oh, he's okay. It's it's the Tuesday. Well, there were teachers who you learned how to um, manipulate. Kind of, yeah, completely. Really? So the, especially the ones who like to talk about themselves, and, oh, you, and you'd and you'd say, Mister, won't say the name, Mister So and So. Do you remember that story you told us about when you were in Germany? He goes, Ah. Yes, 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 yes. And you knew you'd get at least half an hour of it's not G- So everybody must have had one because we had one <laughs> yeah. of them. And he was, oh, like, he was such a, like authoritarian Nazi. Um, Harry O'Hara was his name. He's probably dead now. I hope he's not, like, anyway. But, like, he was a wow. his, history, history teacher. <laughs> but we were so... De- he's like, probably he was dead. So, I hope he's like, not. Like, he was just so... Everybody was so afraid of him. But he spent years in the African bush teaching kids out there. And so you just get him at a, at a weak moment. You kind of go, oh, sir, that, that question, that, that kind of reminds us of the time you were telling us about <laughs> when you were in the bush. Oh, and you can see the eyes glaze. And he kind of leaned back in the chair and go, lads, we've got 25 minutes of stories here. <laughs> and so I think everybody probably had one of those teachers that just... Yeah, you and just... you know what's really sad then? After the fact, in the last couple of years, and you've seen it on Facebook where they'll announce a teacher from my school passed away. And all you'll think of is, oh my God, the rough time we gave him or her. And then you feel so guilty. There was a teacher we had in secondary school. I just loved, I loved going back to school just to hear him. And he was our form teacher, if you know what I mean. So he was a kind of, the, the if there was any problems, he went to him. But he was our maths teacher and commerce. And his wife worked there as in the school as well. We had a lot of that, by the way. A lot of married teachers. Yeah, we did a bit of that school. too. And even for, it was in a Christian brother school, a secondary school. But he used to say, if you were caught cheating, or he caught you cheating, he was like, you're cooking the books, Courtney. <laughs> you're cooking the books. And I was like, love that. And he almost purposely wanted to cheat just for him to catch out. Like, you know, just, will he catch me out? Yeah, cooking the I want to hear a kook in the books. Cooking the books. And then there are the people who went to the same school for their entire life, primary and secondary, school life, then went to college for a few years and then went back to teach the same school. And spent their entire Philip career Walsh there. In art school, right? How are you, Philly? Um, oh, oh, do you know what? I went back. <laughs> there's a teacher, there's a guy who was in school with, um, and he went back to be a teacher in there. I didn't realise he went ba- uh, back to be the teacher. But when I was writing Paddy Wackery, I had to get a copy of Peg. Couldn't get it anywhere. And I knew I'd go back to school and get it. So you um, went into the principal's office, new principal. Hi, I used to be here. That's a picture of me up on the wall there. <laughs> I was the guy who broke the my The red arse line through it. After the, after the fall at the window, yada, yada, yada. And um, 
I, I got um, I said I'm looking for a, a copy of Peg. I haven't got anywhere the English version and the Irish version and the notes, please, because I can't remember it. And I'm writing, you couldn't get it in the I'm library TV, or anything. No, I couldn't get it anywhere. Writing a TV show about this. Hurry up! I need one. And I said, yeah, just hang on there. I stand in the corridor and all the young lads are milling up and down. Stay on the right hand side. Not allowed to run. All that usual shit going on. I forgot what that was like. And Philip Walsh walks by this guy and uh, that I was in school with and mates with we hung out after school and he walked by and goes oh my god Philly how's it going Philly Willie look at you there as he stand there and the kids start pissing themselves laughing <laughs> and they could hear them going Philly Willie Philly Willie and he looked at me and his face dropped as if to go you've killed me you have killed Stone me sir I am so I've no idea I've never heard from him again he was probably just had to give up no, right. Paddy you've per- pooped I'm the sorry. books I've pooped the books <laughs> Maybe it's a nice thing. I don't know. It's a, I wouldn't be for me. Yeah, yeah, but a whole life of it. No thanks. Apparently, there's a whole thing. I never read Peg in school. I managed to escape it. But I was talking to this um, very smart academic on recently. She said, you know, she'd, it really was totally missold. The actual mm-hmm. story of Peg was much more uplifting and funny and exhilarating. Mm-hmm. And then the book that we were forced to read was rewritten in a sort of, I guess. I think it was written by her angry son. I think was it? Was it? Yeah. Just then, but what? Like t- to be fair, I don't want to bring the church into it. But a lot of what actually happened in the original story was um, was was written out because oh, it, it involved. Yeah. I just remember her her fr- stealing a, a bit of bread, putting it under her arm, and legging it from the store. And then her friend caught Jim, who went to America and said, "I'll send you back the passage money." Caught Jim, did a runner, did a runner, yeah, did a runner. Mm. No money back. So then it was all. Then Michal died and Slimmer died, and they all they all kept Jim falling off. Money. Yeah. But I love Never read it. I never read it. That's a plug. Go back. Look on TG Carr player Paddy Wackery. Paddy Wackery. Six part comedy show. Comedy Starring drama. and written by Paddy Courtney. And With who Fanula played Peg? Flanagan. Fanula Flanagan. We were Fanula so Flanagan. We had a little bit of Hollywood come to town. Fanula Flanagan. She actually refused. Refused. She postponed her stint on that crazy Hollywood show Lost remember J.J. Yes. Abrams show she goes no I'm going back to Ireland to uh, shoot oh, to play Peg yeah, she'd come back by boat just for she, no she swam <laughs> that's how powerful that woman is thank you Fanula love Fanula Flanagan now what about Paddy you're somebody who is a non-parent how what? do you feel about back to school now because people like you hate it because this, the town roads everything becomes jammed and busy shops apparently hated because kids start congregating in large numbers oh, again yeah. in uniforms shoplifting causing trouble that's probably me yeah, that's, that's why I just sneak again. in amongst them because I'm only a little fella and I just put on a uniform alright mister I'll have a chomp bar and the rest and penny jellies please do you remember that there was a Channel 4 documentary where they sent what was the guy's name um, where he went back to school the, the crankies no <laughs> let's not go near them let's not touching them again um, literally not. he went back uh, to pose as a, as a student it's a good idea for a documentary. You might, would you get away with it? Yeah, if, if yeah, you were shaved. It's a big <laughs> I Listen, I have walked past some, especially the girls now. They are, they're so grown up looking. I realise now I have too many wrinkles. But I, I went, my school asked me would I do an interview with um, a young, a young lad, a young student. I think he was a fifth or sixth year student for the school magazine. And we met in McDonald's. And uh, I sat there looking around going, where is this child? And there was a fully grown man oh, yeah. in a hoodie. Like six foot tall, he goes, hi, thanks for coming. He's like, oh, hello, fully grown man. <laughs> and he was 18 years old, but looked more like 35. It's alarming. Jesus. They are like, and I think of like, because back then when you were playing ga and you were playing like under 13s, under 14s, or 16s, whatever it is, like that you go like, they're kind of your size. And they're like, yeah, you're like nowadays there's men against men. 
Like, I don't know what are they feeding them. It's just like the Sellafield crosswinds are coming across. Like, it's just the size of young lads nowadays. So, like, you see them like going to school at the moment, going like, I know what's happening. How are you not? And, like, the, and the girls, we had really strict rules about not wearing makeup or jewellery. And oh, we'd now and again, we'd wear I loved earrings and you'd get them almost ripped out of your ears by the, um, what was it, by the girls' mistress saying, Don't be. I said, No earrings. You put them in your pocket really quickly. And if you were caught wearing mascara or lipstick, you'd be sent to the bathroom to wipe it off. And apparently, schools now still don't allow makeup. But yet all the girls I see walking past look like they've walked off a set of the Kardashians. And it's awful because then it makes the other ones feel crap. And I I don't understand why it's not enforced. Someone said to me that one girl has been heard to say to a teacher in school, I don't have any confidence confidence without my makeup on. So like, oh, okay, we better leave her alone then. Brilliant. Isn't that awful? Okay, I, I think it's terrible. That. You go, no, take it off. Jeez, but we uh, take hair was the big off. thing. <laughs> take it off. Hair the was the big thing with us. Like, we weren't allowed to have long hair. All these lads had to shave, and then like the lads with the ponytails, <laughs> ponytails. <laughs> you know the ponytails. Like it just the teacher would come in and cut. No, that's not true. Yeah, yeah. But you weren't allowed to shave head either. Oh yeah, yeah. It's somewhere yeah. in between. Like, yeah. just, like fucking Goldilocks heads on us walking around. But getting back to makeup for a sex, I know you said that it's. You were protecting that girl's side. If no one wears makeup, then yeah. it's easier for everybody. Yeah, but you know what? The bullying in school, that's a... Do you know, bullying is something we'll have to go on again in school. That, that It's huge and it's big in America as well. And actually, speak in America. So as much as we talk about the, the, the pain and the worry of people going back to school here at the moment... Oh, and Jesus the anxiety, Christ. Oh. Like, think of, if you're in America, you're sending your school to possible... Our kid to school, possible death all the time. Like, and, and that's not... That's well, apparently, they, like, they have bulletproof backpacks thing. now, so it's fine. You know? It's just fucking disgusting. Again, read the room, America. Enough with your guns. That like it's just so. So every time we worry about like, have I got my homework done, or I'm gonna get slagged over the the cover of my book. Do you remember? Like we went through a myriad of so I, I brown know. paper. Um, Christmas wrapping paper wallpaper uh, wallpaper wrapping paper from large slice pan remember that for Johnson Munio like I used to be called Johnson Munio Brian for the first couple of years of school because of the uh, cling film tin foil and uh, <laughs> honestly not a word of a lie <laughs> I had carpet on some of my what I did once I did once do a light lino but not carpet it's just like a you did thing. not I did have, have carpet now. how could you it was very so, there was nothing that, the, the trouble you used to get in if you did not have your books covered. Like, I can't understand this idea of like show off the book or whatever it is. Like, like cover, just cover your fucking book. The and obsession was, with covering. Uh, like, and there was that? there was the kind of the expensive one was the sticky plastic, oh, yeah. which effectively destroyed your book. Then yeah, just that was that's, uh, like, that's like getting shellac nails, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> your, your book. And then lunchbox, the lunchbox bullying. Oh my god, dunk. Um, no. There's no. <laughs> It was there for the take. Every time. So, no, no. So Every I, also, time. I never, the thing is, I think I destroyed my lunchbox quite early on in school and never got a new one. It was one of these Tupperware uh, things. And I think, um, I don't know, I had a beetroot sandwich or something like that. Like I just went from turquoise <laughs> to whatever. It looked like there was somebody murdered in my lunchbox. So I just never went near it again. But we had, I had, Crisps and an apple, and my wadi orange every day. That was it. Crips, crips, and an crips, apple. Chopla and uh, see, an there's apple. two. There's two elements to the lunchbox bullying. There's the bullying because of the lunchbox itself. There are some kids oh, who have the yeah. same little plastic box they had when they were four. Now they're eight, and they go, "Hang on, you've got Telly Toby on your yeah. on your lunchbox." And then also there's the contents of your lunchbox. Yeah. It's so just... someone who's got a tuna sandwich. There's a kid who, well, a grown up said to me, and they were a kid. They were also, and they are. Dad was Indian. They always had like leftover curry, oh, and she'd, oh my god, I'd open my lunchbox and there's, smell your lunch. <laughs> 
But kids just awful. love bullying kids over anything else. And I the know, thing is that like, you have to get that in quick before they point a finger at you. Like it's just and also school uniform. I do like the idea of a school uniform. I do not like the idea. Schools need to read the room over the crest thing. Just like have a, just a stick on crest every year and a bit of Velcro. It's so easy to do that. Paddy so will make that. them out of old bits of I carpet. Will. It's just like that. <laughs> sake, that was I wear the carpet there. But then the only way is you could try to stand out from the, the crowd in uniform so you'd, some some kids would turn up their collars others would wear one sleeve up one sleeve down others would wear a different t-shirt underneath their shirt but shoes the shoes were never uniform so we, we could always wear different shoes to kind of like show your really yeah. no we had to wear black shoes oh, but we'd roll our skirts up because my skirt yeah, was hello. for a much much bigger yes, girl that I never became right. and then we go Dunphy roll your skirt down a couple of inches down and then someone said you know if you wear your blazer upside down <laughs> What? What? I'll have to try and show you with some kind of jacket here. And we thought it was very cool. It wasn't. So if you imagine a school blazer, like yeah. a jacket, turn it upside down so the bottom of it hangs over your shoulders like oh, massive, massive God. lapels. Fucking oh, hell. Oh, Jesus. Okay. That trend didn't last. <laughs> right, let's end on that. Okay, we could do schools again, but just be, before we do it because back to school is happening. So I mean, listen, God with the days we're only to worry about was not getting into vans and flashes on the way home. Now we've got to worry about so many more things in school. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> if it's raining, <laughs> I used to flag them down. <laughs> Couldn't drop us out there. Oh, pull in. No, stop, stop, we're going wrong. You've got sweets? Of course I'll have some. <laughs> exactly. Right, that's it for this week. I'm off to buy a tiny wee school uniform. Ah, Tom's going to look so grown up. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, it's for Tom, yeah. Sure. Okay. If you like what you heard, please tell all your friends all about the show. Like and subscribe on all the platforms. There's loads. I've found out recently there's loads of platforms I know. that this podcast is on that we've got followers and likers and subscribers. Hit the five stars and help us get right up the charts. But don't listen when you're meant to be doing your homework, please, school kids. And don't forget, we love hearing from you. So get in touch with me on all the socials at Maya Dunphy and himself at... Paddy C. Courtney. And this week, what does the C stand for, Paddy? Kook and the books! <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. Read the Room is recorded, created and hosted by Paddy and Maya and produced by the team at Go Loud Studios. They'll be back next week, unless they're cancelled. What are we Who, talking about? Looking at Ed's hair or lack thereof. And uh, Thank I went you. into Jack's. What is the name of the guy? I can't believe. Uh, oh. Who I look like, and I went into Jackson. I just thought today, Matthew, I look like Ricky Tomlinson. <laughs> after, just, oh after yeah. Lost a lot of okay, Ricky yeah. Tomlinson, maybe forty years ago. Okay, yeah, not Come today. I don't know if he's still around or not. Like he but, is still uh, around. He I had a pint with him at the foot of Table Mountain in Cape Town. Very funny man. Sorry, did I? Oh, sorry, that was just a name <laughs> dropping. Yes, I did. It was uh, him. Well done, Maya. <laughs>